Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. So what to do when you are not seeing the results. So this can happen at any point in your business. So you could be starting out and really wanting that first client to sign, really wanting that first group to really be successful and sell out. Or you could be scaling your business and be wanting to go from 5K to 10K, 10K to 20K, 20K to 40K, whatever it might be. And the results just aren't happening quick enough. The results aren't happening in the way that you thought that they would. So I'm going to be giving you six things that could help you if you ever find yourself in that situation. You're seeing everyone else killing it online. You're seeing everyone else sharing their wins, their results, selling out, making all this money, like absolutely smashing it. And you feel like it's just not happening for you. You know, maybe there's like a piece of the puzzle missing or that's how it feels for you. And you're just like, I just don't know why this isn't landing. So let's look at the six things. So some of these are strategies and some of these are reframes. So I want to try and give you a really holistic view on this and as much support as possible, because I do this with my clients. I do this when I speak to them directly, but I really want to do this with you. So Let's start with number one. The first thing that you really need to look at is the language and marketing. Okay, so this is really important. When you're not seeing the results, a lot of the time what we do is we're just focusing on what hasn't happened yet. We're focusing on the fact that we haven't signed a client or we're focusing on the fact that we haven't crossed this next income goal. We're focusing on the fact that we're stuck at that financial cap that we were before. And we're focusing on all the things that are not gonna be helpful. But the first thing that I would always ask you and invite you to focus on is your language and your marketing. So what is the language that you're using right now saying about your offer, saying about your program, your service or what you have and how are you marketing it? Are you showing up with confidence? Are you showing up with ease? Are you showing up with consistency, with your energy? Is it aligning to how you want to serve? Is your language confident, clear, assertive, inviting, encouraging? Or is your language quite sporadic? Like, uh, maybe, you know, just send me this and mm, maybe think, you can, know, you can message me if you want or DM me or email me or, you know, whatever you want. Or is it very direct and clear? 
send me a message with this word, vote on this poll, email me here and let's talk. Okay, so that's the first one. That's nice and simple. But I do want you to look at that. Your language and your marketing are so important. And when we're focusing on the fact that we haven't signed a client, we haven't signed a client, we haven't scaled the business, we're not making the money we want or whatever it might be, what we do is we lose focus. We are losing focus on what we actually want to create. And we're losing focus on what we can do to make it happen. And the other thing that's really important here is when you focus on what hasn't happened yet, all you're doing is disempowering yourself. You are disempowering yourself to not understand what is possible when you put yourself back in that creator mode, back in that energetic mode. So when you're saying so-and-so said no, this person said no, that person said no, this person can't afford it, my prices have gone up and people just aren't, you know, biting or whatever it might be. What's really important here is you're disempowering yourself and putting all of your energy on focus on the people that are not aligned with you. So that is really important. So number one, looking at your language and your marketing. Number two is we need to look at the offer versus the aligned client. So when you do think about your aligned client, what we don't want to do is start downgrading your offers. We don't want to start creating an opportunity for you to just meet people who have said no without an opportunity. So there are two schools of thought here, and I'm going to talk about them in depth, okay? Because there is one way that actually being innovative and creating solutions for people that are Jimmy clients is amazing. But the other thing that's really important here is, is the offer that you have created, is the offer that you've got and that you are serving and that you want to promote aligned with the clients that you have in your audience so when you think about your aligned client when you think about who you want to work with is the offer that you are trying to sell aligned with those people for example if you're trying to sell a course but your community would rather actually spend time with you in real life then the course is not going to be aligned for them if you're selling a group that people in your audience right now would rather one to one, then the group isn't going to be aligned. So that's why number one is so important, because you need to look at your language and marketing, because it's important to understand, well, why would they want this? But the second thing that's really important is to also understand, right. If I am creating a solution, I really want to make sure that it talks to the problem of my aligned client. This is the other thing that I see a lot. So you have an idea, you have a service, you have an offer and you freaking love it. And you're like, this is amazing and it's going to sell and everybody wants it. But what we haven't done is actually check that anyone in your audience wants this new thing. You know, whether it's a new program, new mastermind, new one to one package. So we need to do market research to make sure that the two align with one another. The third thing is, do you actually have trust in your success? Because here's the thing. You could be doing this for two months and not see a result and think, well, this isn't going to work then because it's been two months and no one's biting. Nothing's happening. But in reality, if you were getting a degree, you would do that for at least three years, let's say. If you were buying a house, you would be in that process for at least a few months. You know, there, there is so many things that take time to get to what we want to happen at the end. So if you were getting married, you would need to plan the wedding right? You'd need to get all of the things in order. You'd need to do it in stages. You might look at certain things. So when you think about your business, it's exactly the same principle. Do you actually have trust in your success? Do you fully have trust in your success? Or are you in a situation where you're, you're trusting your process, but only under certain parameters? 
So you're only trusting your business if you get a result in the first five weeks, if you get a result in the first five months, you know, like, is there some kind of condition that you are putting on your business? So you've reached 100k, let's say, and now what you want to do is get to 200. And that doesn't happen instantly. Do you then think, right, well, the business is just never going to grow, the business isn't going to move forward. If you start your business, and you aren't making those sales, is there a condition? Are you putting a condition are you putting a parameter on the trust that you have for the success of your business? That's number three. Trusting in your success, trusting in what you are creating, trusting in yourself, trusting in what's to come is a huge shift in your mindset, in your energy, in the way that you show up. And it's not always easy, but it is really important to think about. If you are not seeing the results, having trust in what is possible is going to be imperative for you to be able to keep going. Because, and I see this time and time again, we go through stages, we do go through stages when you start your business to when you actually start to see results, when you start to see results to sustain those results, when you sustain those results to scale those results. At every one of those points, there are different blocks, there are different challenges, there are different, different things that will be put in your way. If you don't have trust in your success, point number three, then you're putting parameters on your business and on yourself. So it's not about the results that aren't coming in then. What it's actually about is how willing you are to keep going when those challenges happen, when you find yourself in that period of uncertainty or when you, or a period of challenge, you know, because these things happen all the time. So that is the, the third one. Sorry, I'm putting my phone on charge and it's not charging. So that's classic, isn't it? Okay, so that's number three, the offer versus the aligned success and then trusting in your success, trusting in that success. Number four is your actual invitations. How often are you inviting someone to take the next step with you? And here's what's important about this. An invitation is not just saying, okay, come and work with me, book a call. We need to think about varying the invitations, okay? Varying the way that you invite your ideal clients into your world. Whether that's booking a call, speaking to you in the DMs, answering a message, replying to an email. We need to think about how are you creating variety in your invitations because the results will come. You must know that. If you are consistent, if you're showing up, if you have trust in yourself and in the process, if you continue to learn, if you continue to commit, if you continue to innovate and create, the results will come. But you do need to think about how you are making it easier for yourself. And invitations is one of those questions. So I would always ask someone, you know, when they say, I'm not getting the results. Well, how have you spoken about it? How are you promoting the thing that you're offering? How are you marketing it? What language are you using? What invitations are you using? So varying the invitation to get someone to speak to you is so important. So think about the invitations that you are creating for your community. And remember, you can also use invitations without having to sell something. So you can use invitations for a freebie. You can use invitations for a masterclass. You can use invitations for a series, a challenge, whatever it is. But it is important to just think about for yourself. How are you creating consistent, varied invitations so that your audience always does have the opportunity to speak to you? And this is the other thing that's really important. When we just focus on the sale, we just focus on the result. What we are not focusing on is the community, the conversations, the people, the heartbeat of your business. And when you are really clear 
really clear on the sales psychology, the buying behaviors, the language, your your ideal client's challenges, you're going to be able to serve and create solutions because you want to help them. So there's a huge reframe here when you are thinking about this. And when you're thinking about these invitations, we need to invite people in a way that they want to find out more, in a way that they want to say yes, in a way that this will actually benefit them. So, and the other thing that's really important with your invitation is you need it to be clear. So it's like if you were going to a birthday party and you got the invitation saying, come to my birthday party and that was it. Okay, well, is there an address? Is there a time? Is there a, a dress code? Is there parking? Is there anything I need to bring? You know, so with your invitation, just think about how clear you are actually being. And a lot of people then shy away from that. And this is where we end up with the disconnect when it comes to actually selling, because we feel awkward about, oh, but I don't want to talk about it for too long. I don't want to bore people. Oh, I don't want to kind of overwhelm them with information. But this invitation is just that first stepping stone. This is just an opportunity to say, look, if you want to find out more about X, Y, and Z, then DM me. If you want to find out about this, that, and the other, then just send me an email. If you want to stop feeling this and you want to start feeling this, then I'd love to speak to you. So you can create so many different variations to your invitation, but you do want to make it clear. Otherwise, what will happen is you might invite lots of people to put calls with you and none of them are right. And then what happens is you think you're not getting the results, but you were never attracting the right person with that type of invitation. So essentially, you are still in the same situation you were in, but you've created an invitation that attracted people that weren't your ideal clients that then said no, that are then reaffirming a negativity bias to you that you're not getting clients. So you can see how detrimental that can be for you, because then you end up feeling disheartened and demotivated and, and demotivated. But actually, it's not it's not helpful for you to be in a situation where you're you're almost creating something that isn't helpful for you. So making sure that your invitations, and I say this to my clients all the time, it's better to have less people but the right people coming into your paid community or wanting to find out more about working with you than it is to have the wrong people because you can't serve them. They then feel deflated because it's not right for them either. And you feel disheartened because you can't serve them. So the invitation is really important, making sure that you are varying it, making sure that you are being explicit and clear, but also making sure that you're doing it regularly enough. You know, and this comes from a lot of the time as well, because you're feeling disheartened or you're feeling demotivated, the way that you show up then will sometimes be a bit scattergun. So you, you say to yourself, right, come on, let's just do one more story and just get it out there. And it becomes this kind of really forced energy. And you're coming from this space of like panic rather than, look, I just need to be really consistent with who I'm talking to and how I'm talking to them and creating content that aligns with those people. And this is the other thing. And this is actually number five you want to be thinking about are there is there knowledge that you are lacking are there gaps in your knowledge and strategy that are actually preventing you from signing sustaining or scaling your business with these results because and, and this links to number six which is all about your content in order for you to be able to attract to convert your ideal clients and create these consistent results we do need to look at this work we do need to look at things like, number one, your language and your marketing, your offer and your aligned client, your invitations, your trust in your own success, but also in your knowledge gaps and in your content, because your content is the thing that ultimately brings people to you, you know, so whether they're already following you and they want to 
to find out more or they're new to you and they love learning from you or you're really giving them amazing content. And then once you've, they've got that content, we need to think about, well, what is the next step? If your content doesn't create that opportunity to find out what the next step is, then of course it's going to be harder for someone to be able to work with you because we haven't created a clear piece of content a clear message a clear indicator on your platform of what comes next and some of this seems of course quite basic but it, there is a real strategy for you to be able to understand how you can start to create these results for yourself because you can you can all create these results and like I said there are four stages to your business there's starting and wanting to get those results in there's getting those results and then needing to want to be consistent with those then it's looking at growing those results and then it's looking at scaling those results so that process of results this can work for you at any point you could have a really successful business but now you're capped you can't go above a certain financial window you know ceiling sorry so you're constantly finding yourself at the same financial bracket you know you've earned the same for the last two years you can't break that ceiling that is this will work for you as well this is not just for someone that's starting this this will work for you at any level looking at these fundamental six things so not just to really go into a bit more depth of number five and number six. So number five, looking at your knowledge gaps and number six, looking at your actual content. So number five, why is that so important? If you have gaps in your knowledge and you are just continuing to do what you're doing, it, you might find that it's harder. You might. But again, this is not business sometimes will be hard. Business does sometimes knock you. Business does sometimes you really, really pull you down and you just think, what on earth? But that doesn't mean it's not for you. It doesn't mean that it's not working and it doesn't mean that it won't work. Hey, friend. So this is not about you almost judging yourself if you don't get results in one day or one week or one month. That is not what this is about. This is about you really looking deeper at how we've got there. How have we even got to this point? So when you start looking at things like your knowledge gaps, that's when you can really pragmatically start to look at how this performance is happening. And I say that because sometimes when we're not getting results in our own businesses, of course, we can have a real personal, emotional connection to them and we can feel really attached. But what happens then is we stop seeing the bigger picture and we become so laser focused in that small, tiny window. And we're like, this one thing is not selling. This one thing is not scaling, whatever it might be. But when you start to look at this more pr pragmatically, you take the emotion out of it and you look at your business from a bird's eye view. You can start to really think to yourself, OK, why might this be happening? Why, why potentially are these results not coming in? Is my language aligning to my ideal client? Is the content I'm creating matching with the service that I offer? Am I creating content that is just looking to go viral on reels but has nothing to do with my services? Am I showcasing my expertise in my content? This is number six. So how am I, sho am I showcasing what I can do for my clients? Am I sharing social proof? Am I really elevating my own status on my own platform? Am I being consistent? Am I creating content that's actually valuable for my ideal client? Am I giving invitations? Is it clear in my bio, in my highlights, in my guides, in my posts, who I help and how I help them? Is that clear? Do I have knowledge gaps? Have I tried to do this three times on my own already and it's not created a result? Am I in the same situation that I was in three months ago and I'm no further forward? 
And this is where it's important for you to take that step back and look at that bigger picture. Because in order for you to really change the results, sometimes we need to change our approach. And it's not just sometimes, it's not just always our approach. You could also potentially need to change your strategies, the knowledge that you've got, your energy, your mindset, your language. There are so many variables. So you can already see that not getting the result is not down to you not being good enough. It's not down to your business not working. It's not down to you not being charismatic enough, not being confident enough, not having a bold enough brand or using this color and that color. That's not what it's about. So Pardon me, if you are in a situation where you felt disheartened, you've seen other people creating these results, it doesn't mean that it can't happen for you. But there are some very simple things that you could be doing to really help yourself move forwards. So, and again, if I was speaking to you, speaking to my clients individually, I would always say this, everything can change in one day, 24 hours. Everything can change in 24 hours, but it starts with you. Some primary examples, and you'll see this on my stories if you if you watch them today. I had a client sign up with me last week, and today she made her first sale of this year. I had another client sign up with me last week and has just signed her first one-to-one client. So those clients are newer in, in, in the world, and they've taken action. They realize what their knowledge gaps were. They filled them, and it's already creating an impact. I've had another client today who has doubled her investment since working with me over the last three months. So in Q1, she has doubled her investment in working with me. So she's made that back and doubled it. Amazing. Another one of my clients in Q1 has already hit 25K of her target. You know, so another one of my clients has had consistent 20K consistent um, passive income months. So all of my clients are at different stages, which is why I have different masterminds, different offers. But the point I'm trying to make here is that it will always come down to a couple of things, giving yourself the chance to actually reflect pragmatically and look at this from a wider lens rather than judging yourself. It's not it's me. There's something wrong with me. It's not working. I'm not good enough. No. And start asking yourself these deeper questions and coaching yourself, because when you're in this space, it is really important that you also take ownership of how you are getting somewhere and whether you choose to stay there or not. So if you're staying in the same space and it's not serving you, it is important that you ask yourself why. Why am I choosing to stay in a space that is not serving me? Why am I choosing to stay in a situation that is not creating what I want for me, for my business, for my happiness, for my well-being? These are questions that you can ask yourself in and outside of business. But until you stop and ask yourself the questions of how I've got here and what do I want to do differently? Are there knowledge gaps? Is it, and I'll give you a recap, language and marketing, your offer versus your aligned client, the invitations, the trust that you have in your own success, your knowledge gaps, and if you've got knowledge gaps, and the content you're creating and the quality of that content. So as well as giving you some strategies here, some things to think, out, think about, some food for thought, some real reframes around potentially where you're not seeing the results, I also want to just remind you that it's nothing to do with you. And this is why it's key to almost detach from the emotion and reattach to the bigger picture. Being able to put that wider lens on the holistic view of your business. So if you aren't seeing results right now, it doesn't mean that you can't. It doesn't mean that it won't happen. It doesn't mean that it's not possible. It doesn't mean that it's been too long and you need to give up. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that we need to look at potentially reframing some of this, putting it into a new direction and creating some change, creating some change. So 
I really do hope that this is useful for you. I really hope this gives you some food for thought, some things to think about, some new ways to look at this, some new approaches about what happens when the results aren't coming. You know, I really want this to give you some new approaches to all of that. And I also just really want to remind you that you are not alone. This is very normal. Every time you up level, there will be new challenges. Every time you grow your business or scale your business, there will be new challenges. So this is completely normal to have this conversation. It's completely normal to go through these challenges, to go through those question marks and to feel those blips. This is a process. Your business is a constant evolving journey. So it would be impossible for us not to evolve in that process too. And to remind ourselves of that, you know, that is really, really important. And 